Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Porter Gals presents Terrifying Tales. Hi, I'm Debbie. And I'm Allison. And we're the Poltergals. Spooky. <laughs> Ghost Stories of the Civil War. Written by Dan Isfar and Edric Day. Published in 2021. By Lone Pine Publishing. Introduction to Ghost Stories of the Civil War. On November 6, 1860, the people of the United States of America elected Abraham Lincoln as their president. A little more than a month later, South Carolina had succeeded from the Union. By February 1861, Mississippi, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, Louisiana, and Texas had followed. Together, they formed the Confederate States of America, a country with its own government and had a newly elected president, Jefferson Davis. They were to be joined later by Arkansas, North Carolina, Virginia, and Tennessee, whose government shared the Confederacy's love of the most peculiar institution, slavery. Determined not to come under the yoke of the United States government once again, the Confederate States of America did not take long to assert their independence and autonomy. Under orders from Jefferson Davis, Confederate General Perry Picard attacked Fort Sumter in Charleston, South Carolina. Did the leaders of the Confederacy realize what they had done? They were attempting to preserve a way of life, to maintain a freedom won in the American Revolution. Theirs was a precarious liberty under threat now from the industrial north that sought to undermine the Argarian lifestyles. In attacking the fort, they must have known their actions would lead to open warfare. Perhaps that was the intent. Regardless, few could have imagined the maelstrom of death that was unleashed. In just 20 minutes, 7,000 Americans died fighting at Cold Harbor, Virginia. It was the bloodiest single day of the war. In Anaheim, there were 23,000 casualties. In the bloodiest single day of the war at Anaheim, there were 23,000 casualties. With over 60,000 casualties, Gettysburg was the bloodiest battle of the war. For four years, the Civil War engulfed the country. Its touch 
devastating the nation. Economies were ruined, homes destroyed, hearts and souls shattered. More than 3 million men fought in the war, and 620,000 lost their lives in the steady haul of bullets, sharp nail, and disease. More men than any other single American war. In fact, more men died in the Civil War than in the Revolutionary War, the War of 1812, the Mexican War, the Spanish-American War, and the two world wars combined. The war challenged men like President Abraham Lincoln, Union General Ulysses S. Grant, and Confederate General Robert E. Lee, transforming them into mythic figures. When Robert E. Lee finally surrendered his army of Northern Virginia at Appomattox on April 9, 1865, the nation breathed a sigh of relief. The war's conclusion was near. The United States of America was once again united, at least on the surface. Lincoln's assassination on April 14, 1865, was the indiction of exactly how volatile emotions were and how fragile the Union was. The Civil War is arguably the most important chapter in American history. Its far-reaching consequences influenced and continued to influence nearly every aspect of American life. It ended one way of life and ushered in another, eliminating the Southern planter aristocracy built upon the backs of slaves. The new economic order was protected on big industry and bigger business. Today, children learn about the war in school, historians debate its origins, and people look to see how America was born. Those who visit the countless historical sites are always moved by what they see and learn. Others might encounter one or more of the thousands of ghosts associated with the war. Physical and not so physical, remnants of the Civil War are scattered across the nation. There are thousands of sites dedicated to the memories of the battles fought and lives lost. Visits to them cause people to speak in whispered tones, walking about slowly as if haste or noise would offend the lingering spirits. Perhaps they were right to be cautious, for there are spirits here, thousands of them baptized in the cauldron of war. Tragedy often traps the spirits of the dead, keeping them on the mortal plane for whatever reason. Sometimes it is for love, other times it is for respect. Regardless of the reason, the Civil War created a whole generation of ghosts that are reminders of the war's horrors. Only in remembering the past can the past be honored. Only in remembering the dead can their lives and their sacrifices be respected? Consider the Confederate dead of the Battle of South Mountain, whose bodies were tossed unceremoniously into Daniel Wise's well. They haunted him until he saw fit to give their bodies a proper burial. There is also the spirit of Union General John Reynolds, who haunts the dreams of Joanne Bennett, exhorting her to reunite him with his long-lost love. There are the sickly prisoners of Andersonville, still emaciated in great agony, seeking release from a peculiar cruelty of war. Those fortunate enough to encounter the living spirit 
of the Civil War cannot help but be moved by the experience. The dramas of war resonate still. There is hope that these stories will help those unfamiliar with the war appreciate something of its impact. For Civil War buffs, perhaps these stories will provide a different and new perspective from which to view a great conflict. In the end, there is hope that they will move readers as they journey back through time into a world without which modern America would not exist. The Civil War was a necessary step toward what a nation hoped would be a greater enlightenment, but one on which it stumbled. Slavery had been outlawed, but racism survived and many states sought to restrict the new freedom of blacks. For former slaves, the struggle for equality continued in the Jim Crow South, where blacks might as well have been slaves, denied the vote, condemned to the most manual employment, and threatened by groups such as the Ku Klux Klan. Former slaves still found America a most inhospitable place. The Civil Rights Act of 1964 did much to rhetoric the past, but even in the 21st century, 140 years later, the struggle continues. The Civil War and its ghost linger in the conscience and in the landscape, reminders that people are still fighting the same fight of so long ago. Be sure to follow us on Facebook or on YouTube at the Porter Gals, or on Instagram at the underscore Porter Gals. You can also find us wherever you get your podcast or at roguemedianetwork.com. You've been listening to The Porter Gals, a Rogue Media Network podcast. This has been a Rogue Media podcast.